Mysterious-ish. Contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome. This is Mysterious. Ish. And we are talking about Bohemian Grove today. Oh. A cult, if you will. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, a gentleman's club. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a gentleman's club. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bohemian Grove is a restricted 2,700-acre campground located at 2061 Bohemian Avenue in Monte Rio, California. We know the address. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, but um, we also know the address for Area 51. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, we still don't know what goes on there, so. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it belongs to a private San Francisco-based gentleman's club. Every year in mid-July, Bohemian Grove hosts a more than two-week encampment of some of the most important and famous men in the world. This is misogynistic as fuck. <laughs> I am already out. No thanks. I am already out. I mean, I'm, I'm like, not going to be allowed in because I don't have a dick, but, like... You know. God. <laughs> I'm already, like... <laughs> just mentally, <wait. laughs> mentally and emotionally, I'm fucking done with this place. <laughs> Uh, the all-male membership includes artists, musicians, business leaders, government officials, former U.S. presidents, senior media executives, and people of power. So everyone but, like, typical normal men who don't yeah. have bajillions of dollars? Yes, that cool. too. Great. Good to know my husband can't join either. <laughs> Not that he would want to, because I'm you know. sure they're a bunch of fucking dickheads, but... These members are allowed to invite guests either to an event called Spring Jinx, which is in June, or the main event in July. Bohemian Grove members can schedule private day use for events at any time as long as it's not being used for club events. Club members can bring spouses, family, and friends, but females and minors must be off the property by 9 or 10 p.m. Oh my fucking g- Oh, mm. This, Erica, this episode is going to make me rage. <laughs> I can tell you already. God fucking forbid a woman just be out later than 9 or 10. I mean, I know. this woman is not out later than 9 or 10. Same. You're lucky if you get me out of the house past 6 p.m. Because, like, your girl likes to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and eat snacks. <laughs> so- I was literally telling Luke earlier, I was like... I just want to stay home. Yes. I, like, I don't want to do it anyway. I was like, I just want to stay home. It's exactly me. <laughs> and all I'm the time. Fine. Um, after 40 years of having the membership, the men earn a old guard status. Oh my. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> giving them reserved seatings to daily talks and other things at the Grove. Oh, so they get front row seating for, yeah, for being get, a... Yeah, and, like, these talks, I guess, like, not all the members get to go to these talks. So, like, if you've dedicated 40 years of your life, then you can go to the big talks. 
Are they like TED talks or are they I like... think they're more of business talks. Like, what are we going to do now at the Grove? Like, Oh, so they get to be more involved in like I decision think... making and uh, marketing and... I believe so, yeah. Oh. The club motto is weaving spiders come not here. Which implies that outside concerns and business deals are to be left outside. So whenever you come into the Grove, you need to leave all your shit at home. So this don't is... bring any baggage. No drama. We're yeah. not here to to start shit and discuss our personal lives. We are mm-hmm. here to do whatever the fuck we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually at the Grove, they discuss political and business deals. They are famous for the Manhattan Project which was a meeting that was held there in September 1942. Mm -hmm. And I, wasn't it like the atomic bomb bullshit or something? Okay. Yes. The nuclear bullshit that I uh, briefly discussed in the Project Pegasus episode. Yeah. The tradition of Bohemian Grove started six years after the club was formed in 1872. Henry Harry Edwards was one of the founding members. June 29th, 1878, fewer than 100 Bohemians gathered in the Redwoods in Marin County near Taylorville, now known as Samuel P. Taylor State Park, for an evening send-off party in Henry's honor. Okay. Liquor flowed and Japanese lanterns put a glow at the festival and some club members retired at the late hour on some blankets that laid on a dense mat of Redwood needles. Well, that's one hell of a send-off, isn't it? We're going to retire and we're going to lay on some blankets on redwood needles. I mean, minus the needles, that sounds like my kind of retirement send-off. Please keep that in mind in uh, 40 years. <laughs> Stop. I still have to do this for 40 fucking years. What the fuck am I supposed to do yes. for 40 fucking years? I'm just supposed to get up at 530 every morning and go shoot staples into furniture? No, you've got more. I'm just supposed to do dishes and laundry and put my contacts in and brush my hair and wash my body for the next 40 years. I have to. Caitlin. Why is existing so hard? I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I just want to be a lizard on just a rock laying in the sun. I mean, you could be. You no. could just tell, you could just till it, till, till it. <laughs> You can just tell Dylan, be like, hey, I just want to be a stay-at-home lizard. You can give yourself, like, a, like a fake-ass rock and bathe in, with your dogs in front of the, the windows. Fuck it. Be like, I promise I'll do everything else in the house, but in the meantime, I'm going to lay like a lizard. Bet. You can do anything. You can do anything as long as you set your mind to it. Exactly. And I don't judge anyone. If that's how you live your life, that's how you live your life. So if you become a lizard, Caitlin, I'm going to still love you. Wow, thank you. That's so validating. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we were talking about. Needles. Needles, yes. Pine needles. No, redwood needles. Yes. Retirement send-off. Beautiful. This gathering repeated one year after the next without Henry and became the club's yearly encampment. By 1882, the members of the club camped together at various locations in both Marin and Sonoma County, including present-day Merwoods. In 1893, Bohemians rented the current location, then later in 1899 purchased the land from Melvin Cyrus Meeker, 
who had a successful logging operation in the area. Over the decades, members of the club purchased surrounding the original location to the perimeter. So it was just like this one little area. And, and then, then after the years, out. yeah, that kind of sucks that they took that land from that one dude, though. But I hope it was pretty good money. Yeah, no shit. At Bohemian Grove, they have camp valets, facilities, and high security. Both women and men work for the camp valets. Female workers are only limited to daylight hours and oh central my. and central areas close to the main gate, so they can't even stay in like a lot of the cabins. They have to be close to the main gate. She's dead. I fucking hate it here. What in the fuck? Why? Yes. Male workers were housed at the grove within the boundaries of the camp. The high-status workers stayed in small private quarters, but most were housed in rustic bunkhouses. The main area of the grove consists of 160 acres of old redwood trees that are over a thousand years old. Mm. Some are even over 300 feet tall damn oh god please tell me they don't cut down the trees mm-hmm. okay don't cut down the trees especially not redwoods it's well, bad right i think that's that kind of like puts into their club because it's more hidden that way oh you right you mm-hmm. right it's not very <laughs> hidden if we know the address but but like we can't like just look into it like uh area 51 that's true that's true. you know like you can go to the gate of area 51 and see some buildings you can't even <clears throat> do that with here it's a little a little more um shielded yeah because i think i walked i watched a documentary of uh, i thought you were gonna tell me you walked past it and i was yeah, like sure did. excuse me you went to california when i just saw you on saturday <laughs> yeah i went sunday came back yesterday oh shit okay okay you're right you're right uh I think that there's there's like a gate and then a little like road before you get to like the main. So it's like So it's like a long ass driveway. Yeah. Okay. You know what? So have you have you you have Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. So have you watched Nine Perfect Strangers? Mm-mm. Okay, first of all, watch it because whoa. But anybody who has watched Nine Perfect Strangers, this is giving me that vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so sorry. I keep You're interrupting okay. you. That's fine. The main activity at the Grove is varied entertainment where all the members participate. There is a grand main stage and a small stage and an intimate stage. So smaller than the small. So like music festival. Yes. Like I'm getting rock on the range vibes. Yes. They, um, I do, I do read that there is actually evidence of them like either doing like plays or like musicals and there's even. Yes. I've heard about that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like if there's nothing going on at this place whatever for for men to have i but i feel like women there should be like a higher power for women too to do this because yeah because like to me i feel like it could be such a great thing like how great to have all these artists together think of all the content movies music yeah no other great shit i wonder i wonder how many movies and albums and songs and whatever else what entertainment content has come out of this place right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like how many of these creators have left this place being like i'm gonna write this movie i'm gonna write this song Mm -hmm. you know most of the facilities are entertainment venues the slipping quarters or camps if you will are scattered throughout the grove there were 118 camps as of 2007 so there could be more. So some of the camps include Hillbillies. Oh my god. Mandalay. Caveman. Stowaway. Okay. Uplifters. Owl's Nest. Hideaway. Isles of Aves. Lost Angels. 
Silverado squatters, which I love that. I'm sorry, one more time? Silverado squatters. Silverado, like like the Chevy truck? Mm-hmm. Silverado squatters. I love oh. that. Okay. Uh, Hillside and Idle Wild. Okay. You know, might as well. So, oh, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. You in front? <clears throat> um, how do you... Do you get assigned to these camps based on what? I don't know. Availability? Yeah, I think it might just be kind of like scattered. Like, you know, you just go in and... Okay, so it's random every time they stay? I think. It it didn't really say. Hmm. I wish I could have these answers for you. Like a school trip where you, before you go, you like partner up with all your friends and like Mm -hmm. write your name down on a list and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you're going to be in cabin two. You're Mm going to be in cabin seven. Mm -hmm. And every, every every camp has a captain, so a leader. This feels very <laughs> elementary school summer camp. They uh, These captains help with upkeep of the camp and watch over everyone just like a summer camp. So yeah, they're, they're there to be your parent. <laughs> this captain they're is your parent. Yeah. It's like literally Camp Crystal Lake. Like there's got, you've got your, your camp leaders. Mm-hmm. Counselors. Whoo! Camp counselors. You I know? thought they were actually called camp leaders. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's it. No, 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 camp counselors. And then you I got all your little camp. your little shits that you're supposed to take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Camp Crystal Lake. Exactly. Except maybe minus Jason Voorhees. Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. Keep going. <laughs> the recreation and entertainment at the Grove include, so we've got the Grove stage, which is a, is it amphitheater? You know? As we all, it's like the, you know, the Greek, Roman, mm-hmm, like, architecture. Like the Colosseum where yes. they did the, the fights and the gladiator mm-hmm. shit. Exactly. This theater has seating for 2,000 people. Damn. Used mostly for the Grove play production. On the last weekend of the midsummer encampment, the stage extends up the hillside and is also home to the second largest outdoor pipe organ in the world. Da- okay, that's cool. Pipe organs, I didn't think you could do them outside because the acoustics would be so bad. And maybe like if a freaking gust of wind comes by, it's literally a pipe organ. The wind could blow into the pipes and make a sound. Whatever. I'm not a scientist. We got the field circle, which is a bowl-shaped amphitheater. (laughs) Yes. Used for the mid-encampment, which is low jinx, musical comedy for spring jinx. What the fuck? Early June and for a variety of other performances. I don't know what these low and spring jinx are, but... Probably have to be in the group to understand them. Well, I want to be a part of the group, but really, I just kind of want to know what these are, okay? Do the, I want to know the ins and outs. I want to hear the tea. Give the me the tea. tea. Uh, we got the campfire circle. Has a campfire pit in the center of the circle, surrounded by carved redwood log benches and used for smaller performances in a more intimate setting. Okay, but that's literally what I want in my backyard, so thanks. So thanks. <laughs> We've got the museum stage, which is a semi-outdoor. Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com. Or visit our website at MysteriousishPod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe. Or venue with a covered stage, lectures, and small and ensemble performances.
So like little baby groups, like duets and trios and mm-hmm. quartets and Quartum. quintets and sextets and I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> I was really impressed there. We got the dining circle, which that's my favorite. I like that one. <laughs> seating approximately one thousand five hundred dinners <laughs> simultaneously. Hundred and thousand five hundred. What did I say? Diners, dinners, diners, like people. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously. Never yes. mind. Um, you remember when I said that's my favorite? I retract that statement because I don't like people. I and I don't, don't like ever people. want to be surrounded by 1,500 people <laughs> ever again. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've got Clubhouse, uh, designed by Bernard Maybeck in 1903, completed in 1904 on a bluff overlooking the Russian River, a multi-purpose dining, drinking, and entertainment building. To a bar. The site of the Manhattan Project planning meeting held in 1942. So, the, uh, that's, where it so that's, that's where they uh, come up with their devious plans, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. nefarious dealings. <laughs> dealings. Uh, we've got the Outshrine and the Lake, an artificial lake in the interior of the grove used for the noontime concerts and also the venue of the Cremation of Care, which takes place on the first Saturday of the encampment. Excuse me? We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? The Cremation you said of cremation Care. Cremation of, and I was like, of who? Who are we cremating? <laughs> we'll find out. Um, it is also the location of the 12.30 p.m. daily lakeside talks. These significant informal talks, many on public policy issues, have been given over the years by entertainers, professors, astronauts, business leaders, <laughs> cabinet officers, central intelligence agency directors, future presidents, and former presidents. Okay, so all the big wigs. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, let's talk about top flight security, all right? Top flight? Top se- flight security. It's an expression. Oh, it's okay. Just, it's high, <laughs> high security. So the security team stays year-round. The club employees- Even when there's nobody there? Mm-hmm. Year-round. I mean, I guess job security. The club employs ex-military people- to help keep the place extra protected. Oh my god. They use high-end security equipment, including thermal night vision cameras. What the fuck? Motion detectors and vibration sensing alarm systems. I'm sorry. They need all this so that they can come here and have like their little baby summer camp and make crafts and perform music and have TED Talks? Yeah, because nobody's allowed in there. If you are not a member... Mm-mm. What the fuck are they guarding? That's sketchy. Why do they need such... We're going to get into that. Anyways, um, I want all of that security surrounding my house. Right. Because I'm paranoid, so... The level of security heightens when members are on site. During these times, the local sheriff's office, California Highway Patrol, and if warranted by the guest list, the United States Secret Service, help to secure the areas and roads surrounding the encampment. So the Secret Service... Who should be protecting the president of our United States and, you know, um, like, actual important people are being taken to guard these. Yes, if, like, someone on the guest list is like, yeah, I want them. Mm. Hi. Oh, my God. Though in 2019, the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors informed the club that it would be the last year they would provide law enforcement security. Good. Fuck them. Even with, Let them figure it out. Mm-hmm. Even with the high security, there have been numerous high-profile successful inf- inflo- inflo- Infil- infiltrators. <laughs> yes. 
what Caitlin said of the Bohemian Grove. So, some examples. Oh, boy. The summer of 1980, Rick Clogger got entrance to the Grove when, with the help of an employee and, and posed as a worker for, like, two weekends. Damn! The first magazine reporting from inside the Grove was published in the August 1981 issue of Mother Jones. Oh, my Our- God. He po- published it in a magazine? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Stop. Around the same time, ABC Evening News aired a special report on Bohemian Grove because of this. Uh, Summer of 1989, Spy Magazine writer Philip Weiss, Weiss, sorry, spent (laughs) seven days in the camp posing as a guest, which led to his November 1989 article inside Bohemian Grove. He was eventually found and arrested for trespassing. Oh my god. Okay, so it's one thing I feel to trespass and pretend to be an employee but this guy's ballsy as fuck showing up and pretending to be a fucking guest oh okay okay july 15 2000 alex jones and his cameraman cameraman mike hansen secretly entered bohemian grove and shot footage of the cremation of care ceremony this is the documentary i watched (gasps) where where can we watch it i found it on one of my websites hold on it's an alex jones documentary yeah like he filmed it everything okay i think it was on just google bohemian grove operation reach the loss.com i believe is what what i watched it on Reach the well, lost operation reach the lost.com okay. okay i think it just shows the i think on that website it just shows like the cremation of care part but i think on youtube it has like you the, full, the whole documentary yeah it's like a little bit over an hour long i think mm. so just google bohemian grove alex jones documentary mm-hmm. i'm surprised alex jones hasn't come up more in this season like as we've been talking about conspiracies i feel like this is the first time we've heard about him isn't it damn alex jones claimed it was a ritual sacrifice from this footage documentary filmmaker john robson produced the episode the satanic shadowy elite with a question mark okay in which he characterizes the proceedings as an overgrown frat party (laughs) (laughs) fact while Jones produced stark secrets inside Bohemian Grove, describing what he thought were satanic rituals, which we'll get more into oh, that later. Okay, that sounds like an Alex Jones uh, jump to conclusion, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, January 19, 2002, 37-year-old Richard McCaslin was arrested after his nighttime infiltration of the Bohemian Grove where he set several fires. He was heavily armed and wearing a skull mask and outfit with Phantom Patriot written across the chest. No Bohemian Club members or guests were present at the Grove at the time. Okay, so this boy wasn't sneaking in just to see what's going on or to observe. He was sneaking in to fuck shit up. Mm -hmm. You show up heavily armed and setting fire, that's Okay, let's not destroy property. How about that one? Especially not in a fucking redwood forest. True. How about that one? Your girl likes the trees. Okay. Yes. And the aminals. Yes. So that's it for um some sneakles ins. Okay. So John of Nepponook. Nepokook. Nepokook. Nepo something or other. John, as we'll call him. John. 
is the club's patriot saint. According to legend, he suffered death at the hands of a Bohemian monarch by drowning. John was the confessor of the queen of Bohemia and refused to tell the secrets of the confessional. So he had a shit ton of secrets from the queen and he died because he didn't want to say the secrets oh so like like the pope level like the queen confessed her sins to the pope and the pope wouldn't speak Mm -hmm. so he got dead he got dead oh shit a large wood carving of saint john in cleric robes with his index finger over his lips stand at the shore of the lake in the grove which symbolizes secrecy kept by the grove's attendees throughout its long history Hmm. Since finding the club, yes. Oh, I was I just say no. I was just gonna say, what happens? What happens if someone in this Bohemian Grove pisses off another member, and the member that gets mad starts talking? Ooh, that's a good question. Do they get dead? Well, if it's ever happened, we don't know. Because that could be the cause of some of the people that we have discussed. Could be the cause of their death. You know what I mean? We discussed how many fucking musicians last season. How many of them could have been in Bohemian Grove and died because they were going to open their mouth? I'm just there's, saying. There's a lot of names. There was like Mark Twain, Clint Eastwood. Like there's a lot of popular Clint names. Eastwood. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Mark Twain. Okay, whatever. It probably started, the way that I think about this is it probably started, because you said it started what, 1873 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. It probably started as like a place for men to go and just exist and be without responsibilities and to just relax and have a good time. And then it somehow morphed into this misogynistic bullshit secret. Yes. So Mark Twain, whatever, he was like probably had better intentions than anybody who's in it now. But Clint Eastwood, what the fuck? Um, Since finding the club, the Bohemian Grove's mascot has been an owl, which symbolizes wisdom. Okay. It, it is a 30-foot hollow owl statue. It is made of concrete over steel support stands. So it's intense. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is believed this owl represents Moloch. I think that's how it is. That how it's pronounced. Oh. And Moloch, uh, was was this thing to uh, where people would sacrifice babies to. Oh fucking. <clears throat> oh boy. So that's what uh, the legend says the owl represents is Moloch. Great. Um, we love that. Some have said they have witnessed these global elite members run around naked and shouting like <laughs> little boys. <laughs> Today, these members at the cremation of care burn mummy-like effigies, which they call care at the foot of the owl. Okay, so this is our cremation of care. So they're burning... I'm going to be honest, I can't think of what an effigy is. It's like a like like a, a mummy-like... Yeah, a mummy-like figure. So like whatever's inside, we don't see. It's just wrapped like a mummy. Oh, okay. So they would like bring something that has been stressing them out and wrap it in toilet paper and then set it on fire. Sure. That's what I'm getting from this. (laughs) It looks human. Oh. Uh, It was also highly known that both male and female prostitutes were brought to the club. Women aren't allowed! Oh, but prostitutes are fine. So we can have all the- So they can have all the orgies they want. My fucking god. Um. Oh, because- Because they can't have sex with each other because that's gay. Leave the sex workers alone. That's right. God! Bring them into your misogynistic bullshit. Sorry. So this ceremony takes place at night after dark. All the members are sitting around on one side of the lake. So we got 
like you know like the what did we call that struck that theater structure earlier amphitheater yeah so it looks like that but it's not closed off it's just kind of like the round like seating you know what right, I mean? right 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 and then we got the lake uh-huh and then we got the owl okay okay is the owl in the lake no 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 so it's like the lake and oh, then like oh the amphitheater and then the owl on the other side of no the we amp- got the we got the seating and then the lake and then the owl oh the owl is on the other side of the yes, lake yes 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 okay sorry that it's not really on. like a lake it's more of just like this body of water that they made but you know it's a pond yes that they call a lake yes <laughs> <laughs> So these members watch a small boat cross the lake towards a group of people that are in hooded gowns, and they also have a high priest at the statue. Oh my god. They receive the human effigy from the people in the boat, and they place it at the foot of the shrine and set it on fire. This ritual is supposed to serve as a symbolic cremation, but I find it a little sus. It sounds like witchcraft exactly it literally sounds like they're like i mean you use the word ritual they are doing a ritual to help manifest happiness yes and relaxation Mm -hmm. they're doing witchcraft right and it's like how is it supposed to be symbolic symbolical when you were literally sacrificing a body real or not like you are literally sacrificing something of some sort yeah that's that's not witchcraft by the way sacrificing things that's not witchcraft satanic Yes. Also, real life Satanists are pretty damn cool and they don't sacrifice people. They just like want everybody to be kind. This is like actual. I have a friend that's a Satanist. They're so down to earth. Yes. The nicest dude. He is literally a teddy bear. Yeah. Because the, if you look at the like, the like 10 commandments, because I can't think of what they're actually called of Satanism. It's literally like, be nice to people. Mm -hmm. Don't kill people. Mm -hmm. Don't steal things. Like be nice to animals. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Like it's, Like, just be a decent person. Satanists aren't bad, and neither are witches. That's right. Uh, There are even old photos of groups of men where it looks like there is a child tied up on a table. Oh, that's disgusting. How are those symbolic? That is some cold-ass shit. But uh, that's all I have on Bohemian Grove. So basically, I'm gonna, I have, I took some uh, screen recordings for you Mm -hmm. that I want you to see. It's the... Uh, We still haven't made out this is Alex Jones recording mm-hmm. his camera crew. See, it feels very much like just get rid of your responsibilities and just be a just be a person for a weekend. Like, so like here's like the end where everything's like lighting up. Oh, they set more fires. Oh, he got close. So I got creeped out when I was watching that. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that sounds um... because they're very much like, oh, we don't do anything bad here. We're not a cult, and it's like, then why are you speaking like a cult leader? Exactly and why is it so top secret yeah why because like you know those those husbands are going home to their families and their wives are being like oh hey how was your weekend like can you tell me about it and they're like nope can't sorry right can't do it absolutely not right and if you watch i don't think i got it on the thing when i screen recorded but like there was even a time where it sounded like someone was screaming and i don't know if that was you know supposed to be like the effects or if that was actually someone getting sacrificed because that's why alex jones was 100 percent like someone could have actually just gotten sacrificed because you could hear a man screaming great great all i can think about is just think about how many people go missing in the world 
Yeah. And we can't find them. No shit. Or like what you said earlier, like what if someone talks? That yeah. could be their sacrifice. Exactly. What if someone threatens to talk? Like what if what if they want out? What if they don't want to be a part of it anymore? Right. Do they have to die? Mm-hmm. Quote unquote have to mm-hmm. die because they want out and they don't want them opening their mouth? Just like fucking... Um, Frank Olsen from MK Ultra, when he was like, oh man, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Right. And then he just mysteriously died. Right, yeah. What if it's like that? Another thing I thought about is like, what if they actually are sacrificing people here? But what if the members don't know? What if they think that this is just a funny haha thing and someone is <clears throat> actually getting sacrificed? Like and they the, just think that... What are the, the people that have been there for 40 years? What are they called? What the are... old guards or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what if they're, like, once you've been in it for 40 years, you finally find out the truth of everything. And then you're, like, too scared to come out and tell the truth because you're like, okay, well, I know that, you know, so-and-so wanted out and then they spoke and then they, like, legitimately got sacrificed. I don't want to get sacrificed. Right. You know? To me, I've heard M from And That's Why We Drink. They discussed Bohemian Grove briefly. Actually, I think they did a whole story on it, but it wasn't framed like that. And so when I was listening to M's version of it, I was like, oh, this is just an an old boys club. Like they're just, you know, kicking it for a weekend and Mm -hmm. maybe doing some gay shit that they can't do with their wives and that they're ashamed because they're like older or ashamed to come out, you know. Right. But like no one said anything to me about the like potential sacrifices like Mm -hmm. like the ritual these rituals and do i think alex jones is a nut yes do i think he's a nut on this not fucking really honestly no because that's creepy listening Mm -hmm. to that ritual so he has every right to think that that they're literally murdering people yes and that they're leading a fucking cult yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I, mm. If it's just a summer camp where boys are trying to, you know, um, get relax. with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Forget their worries. Like, whatever. If that's all it is, why is it so secret? Yeah. Why do they need year-round security? Why can't they talk, talk to their families and, like, why can't they be like, oh, yeah, this is what we do. Why is it so secret? Right. Like, there shouldn't be any secret secrets about just, like, oh, yeah, I was at a summer camp, basically. And yeah. And we just saw shows and plays and... Yeah. Oh, maybe sacrifice something to an owl. <laughs> right. But it wasn't actually something, but, like, you know, just care. It's, it's yeah. our care. <laughs> okay. But, like, if we're actually talking about, you know, this quote-unquote cremation of care... I feel like that is something that is, like, necessary, especially for, like, our friend group. Because most of the time when we come together to hang out, it's too relaxed and Mm -hmm. just hang out and forget about, you know, the bullshit that's going on in our lives. Right. I mean, we do that by, like, roasting marshmallows. Right. Drinking a little too much booze. You know. Getting a little toasty. But we do not fucking sacrifice each other. (laughs) Cremation of cares. Yes. Forget about your cares. Manifest your your stress into a physical thing and then set it on fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Perfect. Great. Don't sacrifice people. Exactly. That's not how we do this. I find it really fucking sus that they have a high priest there. Why yeah. y'all gotta be there? That is a literal form of a fucking cult. Why the fuck do you need a high priest? There are... Okay. Okay. Back up. Certain witch covens have high priests and high priestesses. So do certain religions. So there is a difference 
between the Wiccan and pagan and um, Christian Catholic high priest and high priestess versus a cult high priest and high priestess. Right. Because when it's a cult, you have to sacrifice everything, such as your ability to speak to your family about whatever you want to, Mm -hmm. or your free will, your ability to leave whenever you want, you know. Right. And I also, I do remember when M covered this, I do remember M said that it's like, you have to pay to get in. Yeah, obviously. It's like $25,000. Yes. But to like stupid rich people, $25,000 like is like $5 to us. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing to like fucking Elon Musk and he's buying Twitter for a trillion dollars. So, you know, whatever. I just have trillions of dollars. I don't actually know how much he's paying for it, but it's stupid. So you do have to pay. Oh, yeah. So Bohemian Grove, misogynistic and um, maybe a little cult. gay. Maybe a little murderous. You know. It's fine. Well, I think that's all we got, folks. That it is. I hope you enjoyed this because I enjoyed my research, not gonna lie. That Sorry was the I most got so fun. angry. <laughs> that was the most fun of a research I ever did. That was me with MK Ultra. I had so much fun researching it because it's like the fucked upness yeah. of it. It's like all the juicy tea, like yes. the possibilities of what could be going on. Exactly. Beautiful. All right, well, now that I just yawned the biggest yawn ever, um, that's all she wrote. Bye. Goodbye forever. Listen, you should get your elbow blasted. No. Thank you for listening to Mysterious-ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at mysteriousishpod at gmail.com or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe.